In the realm of Christian theology, few topics have sparked as much debate and re-examination in recent decades as the new perspective on Paul, NPP. This perspective emerged primarily in the late 20th century, challenging traditional Protestant interpretations of the Apostle Paul's writings, especially his letters to the early Christian communities. The significance of Pauline theology in shaping Christian doctrine and practice cannot be overstated. Paul's epistles have been foundational in developing key Christian doctrines, including justification by faith, the role of the law, and the nature of salvation. However, the NPP proposes a significant shift in understanding these doctrines, particularly in light of new insights into first-century Judaism. Pioneered by scholars like E.P. Sanders, James D.G. Dunn, and N.T. Wright, the NPP reinterprets several core aspects of Paul's teachings. It suggests that traditional Protestant readings of Paul have misunderstood his views on works of the law, the righteousness of God, and the nature of his critique of Judaism. According to the NPP, Paul's objections were not aimed at legalism within Judaism, but rather at its ethnocentrism. The NPP emphasizes the context of Second Temple Judaism to reframe Paul's writings, arguing for a more covenantal than legal understanding of key terms and concepts. This essay seeks to assess the validity of the new perspective on Paul within the framework of Reformed theology. It will explore how the NPP diverges from or aligns with traditional Reformed interpretations of key Pauline concepts. This analysis is vital not just for academic theology, but for practical faith application, as it addresses how believers understand salvation, grace, and the Christian life. As such, this essay will delve into both the historical roots and the theological implications of the NPP, evaluating its contributions to the ongoing conversation about one of Christianity's most influential figures. The new perspective on Paul represents a pivotal shift in Pauline studies, challenging conventional interpretations that have long been central to Protestant theology. Initiated by the groundbreaking work of scholars like E.P. Sanders, James D.G. Dunn, and N.T. Wright, the NPP offers a fresh lens through which to view Paul's writings, particularly his relationship with Judaism and the law. This section dives into the central tenets of the NPP, contrasting them with traditional views and explores the significant contributions this perspective has made to understanding Paul's epistles. At the heart of the NPP is a redefinition of works of the law. Traditional Protestant interpretations have commonly understood this phrase as denoting a legalistic approach to righteousness, wherein adherence to the law is seen as a means to earn salvation. This interpretation formed the basis of the classic Lutheran and Reformed critique of what they perceived as Jewish legalism. However, the NPP contends that works of the law in Paul's writings refer not to legalistic efforts at self-justification, but to Jewish identity markers, such as circumcision, dietary laws, and Sabbath observance. According to the NPP, Paul was not condemning Jewish law as a means of salvation, but rather critiquing a reliance on these ethnic identity markers for determining membership within the people of God. Also, another key aspect of the NPP is its understanding of the term righteousness of God. Traditionally, this term has been interpreted in a forensic sense, relating to an individual's legal standing before God, especially in Lutheran theology. The NPP, however, views righteousness of God as referring to God's faithfulness to His covenants, particularly the covenant with Abraham. This shifts the focus from individual legal standing to God's redemptive action in history and His covenantal relationship with His people. N.T. Wright, a prominent proponent of the NPP, accentuates that this covenantal reading of Paul's letters offers a more holistic understanding of salvation history, linking the Old and New Testaments. 
Moreover, the NPP presents a revised view of Paul's critique of Judaism. Traditional views have often interpreted Paul as opposing a form of Judaism that was legalistic and works-based. The NPP, drawing on historical studies of Second Temple Judaism, debates that this is a misrepresentation. It disputes that Judaism of Paul's time was not a religion of legalistic works righteousness, but one that understood grace and covenant loyalty. In this light, Paul's critique is seen not as a rejection of Jewish law per se, but as an argument against the notion that adherence to the law, particularly the identity markers, was the basis for inclusion in God's people. Furthermore, the contributions of the NPP to Pauline studies are significant. It has brought a renewed focus on the historical and cultural context of Paul's letters, urging a re-examination of long-held assumptions about early Christianity and its relationship with Judaism. This perspective has encouraged scholars to dig deeper into the Jewish context of the New Testament, leading to a more nuanced understanding of Paul's theology and mission. The NPP also challenges interpreters to consider the corporate and communal aspects of salvation, moving beyond individualistic interpretations of Paul's writings. However, the NPP is not without its critics. Many Reformed theologians have raised concerns about its implications for key doctrines, such as justification by faith alone. They contend that the NPP's reinterpretation of works of the law and righteousness of God might undermine the doctrine of solified, central to Protestant theology. Additionally, the NPP's emphasis on the corporate dimensions of salvation has been seen as potentially diminishing the importance of personal faith and individual accountability before God. In summary, the new perspective on Paul offers a compelling reevaluation of key aspects of Paul's theology, particularly his views on the law, righteousness, and his relationship with Judaism. By affirming the historical and cultural context of Paul's writings and reinterpreting key Pauline terms, the NPP has provided fresh insights into the Apostles' thought and mission. While it has enriched Pauline scholarship, it also poses significant challenges to traditional Protestant interpretations, prompting ongoing debate and re-examination within theological circles. The NPP's contributions and the discussions it has sparked assert the dynamic and evolving nature of biblical interpretation and theological reflection. In addition, the new perspective on Paul NPP has stimulated considerable debate within Reformed theology, a tradition deeply rooted in the teachings of the 16th-century Protestant Reformation. This critique primarily focuses on the NPP's redefinitions of key Pauline concepts, such as works of the law, righteousness of God, and its revised view of Judaism. The Reformed response is not monolithic, but generally raises concerns about how the NPP aligns with central doctrines of justification, the nature of the law, and covenant theology. One of the core issues Reformed theologians have with the NPP is its interpretation of works of the law. While the NPP views these works as ethnic badges that distinguish Jews from Gentiles, traditional Reformed theology interprets them as any works performed in an attempt to earn God's favor. This interpretation is crucial to the Reformed understanding of justification by faith alone, sola fide, a central tenet of Protestantism established during the Reformation. The Reformed perspective highlights that Paul's denunciation of works of the law includes all human efforts at self-justification before God, not merely Jewish identity markers. This broader interpretation underpins the doctrine that salvation is entirely a result of God's grace and cannot be earned by human effort, a view seen as potentially undermined by the NPP's narrower interpretation. Further, the NPP's reinterpretation of the righteousness of God elicits significant critique from Reformed theologians. 
The traditional Reformed view understands this term in a forensic sense, referring to the imputed righteousness of Christ to the believer. This imputation is fundamental to the Reformed concept of justification, wherein a sinner is declared righteous before God solely based on the righteousness of Christ. In contrast, the NPP's covenantal approach, indicating God's faithfulness to His covenants, is seen to shift the focus away from the imputation of Christ's righteousness to believers. Reformed theologians debate that this shift could diminish the centrality of Christ's atoning work in salvation, altering the foundational understanding of justification. Besides, the NPP's revised view of Paul's critique of Judaism is a point of contention. Traditional Reformed theology has often viewed Paul as critiquing a legalistic strain within Judaism that promoted a works-based righteousness. The NPP, however, posits that Paul's critique was directed not against Jewish legalism, but against the ethnocentric misuse of the law. While Reformed scholars acknowledge the importance of understanding the historical context of Paul's writings, they caution against interpretations that could be perceived as downplaying the sinfulness of relying on any works for salvation, including those prescribed by the Mosaic Law. Additionally, another area of Reformed critique concerns the NPP's impact on covenant theology. Reformed theology places significant emphasis on the continuity of God's covenantal dealings with humanity throughout the Bible. The NPP's focus on the socio-political aspects of the law and its interpretation of covenants primarily in terms of communal identity and boundary markers could, from a Reformed perspective, risk overshadowing the redemptive historical development of the covenants as understood in Reformed theology. Despite these critiques, it is important to note that Reformed theologians do engage with the NPP in a dialogical manner recognizing the value of its contributions to biblical scholarship, particularly its emphasis on the first-century Jewish context of Paul's writings. This has led to a more nuanced understanding of Pauline texts and an appreciation for the complexity of Second Temple Judaism. However, the concern remains that the NPP's interpretations, while enriching the historical understanding of Paul's context, might diverge from or even contradict essential reform doctrines, particularly those concerning salvation and justification. In essence, the reformed critique of the NPP is centered around maintaining the integrity of key doctrines such as justification by faith alone, the nature of the law, and covenant theology. While appreciative of the NPP's historical insights, reformed theologians remain cautious about its theological implications, particularly regarding the doctrines that have been central to the Reformed faith since the time of the Reformation. This ongoing dialogue between the NPP and Reformed theology exemplifies the dynamic nature of theological discourse and the continual re-examination of historical and biblical interpretations in light of the enduring truths of Scripture. Also, the discussion surrounding the new perspective on Paul is deeply rooted in hermeneutical and exegetical considerations, as these methodologies fundamentally shape the interpretation of biblical texts. Hermeneutics, the art and science of interpretation, and exegesis, the critical examination of texts, are crucial in understanding the divergent views between traditional Reformed theology and the NPP. This section explores the hermeneutical approaches and exegetical analyses that underlie the differing interpretations of Paul's writings. The NPP's hermeneutical approach is characterized by its emphasis on understanding the historical and cultural context of the Second Temple Judaism period. Proponents of the NPP dispute that a proper understanding of Paul's letters necessitates a deep appreciation of the Jewish context in which he wrote. This includes considering the socio-political, religious, and cultural milieu of first-century Judaism. 
The NPP maintains that many traditional interpretations of Paul have been influenced by later Christian doctrinal developments and Western thought, leading to misunderstandings of Paul's original intent and message. This historical cultural approach has led to fresh readings of key Pauline texts, particularly those related to the law, righteousness, and the covenant. Moreover, from an exegetical standpoint, the NPP has re-examined several critical passages in Paul's letters, such as Romans 3, 4, Galatians 2, 3, and Philippians 3. For instance, in Romans, where Paul discusses the justification of both Jews and Gentiles by faith, the NPP interprets this as Paul's assertion of a unified people of God, rather than an individualistic focus on personal salvation. Similarly, in Galatians, the NPP argues that the issue at hand is not legalism per se, but rather the status of Gentiles in the community of believers. This reading challenges the traditional view that interprets these texts as primarily addressing legalistic attempts to earn salvation through the law. Furthermore, in response, Reformed theologians contend for a hermeneutical approach that prioritizes the grammatical-historical method, which focuses on understanding the text within its original grammatical context and historical setting, while also considering the whole canon of Scripture. This approach points out that Scripture interprets Scripture, reiterating the need for coherence and consistency in biblical interpretation. From this perspective, key Pauline texts are seen as addressing the universal human condition under sin and the need for salvation through faith in Christ alone, not by works of the law. In addition, Reformed exegesis of passages like Romans and Galatians repeats the doctrinal implications of justification by faith and the believer's relationship to the law. This approach interprets Paul's references to works of the law as encompassing all human efforts at self-justification, not just Jewish identity markers. Additionally, the Reformed view upholds the forensic understanding of the righteousness of God as pertaining to the legal standing of individuals before God through the imputed righteousness of Christ. Further, the contrasting hermeneutical and exegetical approaches between the NPP and traditional Reformed theology underline the complexities and nuances involved in biblical interpretation. While the NPP brings valuable insights into the first-century Jewish context of Paul's writings, its interpretations raise critical questions about foundational Christian doctrines, particularly concerning salvation and justification. Conversely, while Reformed theology seeks to preserve the traditional doctrinal understandings derived from Paul's writings, it must also grapple with the historical and cultural context in which these texts were written. To sum up the hermeneutical and exegetical considerations in the debate over the new perspective on Paul, demonstrate the intricate interplay between historical context, theological presuppositions, and scriptural interpretation. This dialogue underscores the importance of careful and thoughtful engagement with biblical texts, balancing historical awareness with doctrinal fidelity, to arrive at interpretations that faithfully represent the Apostle Paul's teachings and their implications for Christian faith and practice. Besides, the new perspective on Paul, NPP, not only offers a fresh theological viewpoint, but also carries significant practical implications for both individual believers and the wider Christian community. This shift in understanding Paul's writings affects how key doctrines are perceived and lived out, influencing preaching, teaching, ecumenical relations, and Christian ethics. From a theological standpoint, the NPP's reinterpretation of terms like works of the law and righteousness of God impacts the traditional understanding of doctrines such as justification, sanctification, and the nature of the Church. The NPP suggests that justification should be viewed more in terms of covenantal inclusion rather than merely legal standing. 
This perspective emphasizes the communal and relational aspects of salvation, shifting focus from individualistic interpretations of faith to a more corporate understanding. This has implications for how Christians view their identity and role within the Church, accentuating the collective nature of the Christian journey and the importance of community in God's redemptive plan. Additionally, in practical terms, the NPP challenges traditional preaching and teaching paradigms, particularly those that have affirmed a personal, individualistic approach to salvation and righteousness. If pastors and teachers adopt the NPP's views, sermons and Bible studies might place greater emphasis on the role of the community in salvation and Christian living. This could lead to a renewed focus on social justice, communal responsibility, and corporate worship, reflecting the NPP's emphasis on the corporate dimensions of Paul's theology. Also, the NPP has important implications for ecumenical dialogue and relations. By reinterpreting Paul's views on the law and Jewish-Gentile relations, the NPP offers potential bridges between different Christian traditions, especially between Protestant and Catholic understandings of salvation and righteousness. This could foster greater unity among diverse Christian denominations as it provides a common ground for discussing and understanding key theological issues. However, the NPP's interpretations are not without their challenges. For instance, the shift from an individualistic to a more corporate understanding of salvation may raise concerns among those who assert personal faith and accountability. It could potentially lead to a de-emphasis on personal conversion experiences and the need for individual repentance and faith in Christ. This tension highlights the need for balance in integrating the insights of the NPP with traditional emphases on personal faith and holiness. Moreover, the NPP's emphasis on the socio-historical context of Paul's letters encourages Christians to engage more deeply with historical and cultural studies. This could lead to a more informed and nuanced approach to Scripture interpretation, fostering a richer understanding of the Bible. However, it also requires careful discernment to ensure that such engagement does not lead to relativizing key doctrinal truths or undermining the authority of Scripture. Ethically, the NPP's emphasis on the communal aspects of Paul's teachings could inspire greater involvement in social and communal issues. This perspective might encourage churches to engage more actively in social justice, community service, and efforts to address systemic injustices, reflecting the inclusive and communal aspects of the gospel as understood through the NPP lens. In summation, the theological and practical implications of the new perspective on Paul are far-reaching. They challenge traditional views and practices, offering fresh insights and perspectives on key Christian doctrines and their application in the life of the Church and individual believers. While the NPP provides valuable contributions to theological discourse and practice, it also invites careful consideration and discernment to maintain a balanced and biblically faithful approach to Christian doctrine and life. The ongoing dialogue and reflection on the NPP indicate the dynamic and evolving nature of theological understanding and its practical outworking in the Christian faith. Furthermore, the new perspective on Paul significantly impacts both theological understanding and practical application within the Christian faith. This paradigm shift, which reinterprets key elements of Paul's teachings, challenges traditional doctrines and prompts a reevaluation of various aspects of Christian living and ecclesiology. Theologically, the NPP's reinterpretation of concepts such as works of the law and righteousness of God profoundly affects the traditional understanding of justification, a cornerstone of Reformed theology. By suggesting that works of the law refer to ethnic markers rather than moral or legalistic works, the NPP shifts the focus from individual moral effort 
to identity and inclusion within God's covenant community. This perspective potentially alters the Reformed emphasis on solified, faith alone, for salvation, introducing a more communal dimension to justification. The reinterpretation of righteousness of God as God's covenant faithfulness rather than a forensic declaration also shifts the emphasis from individual justification to God's faithfulness to His promises to Israel and the Church. Practically, these theological shifts influence preaching, teaching, and church practice. If justification is understood more in terms of covenant inclusion, this could lead to a greater emphasis on the corporate nature of the Christian faith in sermons and Bible studies. It might encourage a reorientation of church practices towards community building and a deeper exploration of the believer's identity in Christ as part of a collective body. In addition, the NPP has implications for interfaith dialogue, particularly with Judaism. By challenging the traditional view that Paul was anti-Jewish or that he viewed the law negatively, the NPP opens the door for more nuanced and respectful engagement with Jewish thought and practice. This could lead to a more appreciative understanding of Jewish roots within Christianity and foster healthier interfaith relationships. Further, the NPP's emphasis on first-century Jewish context for understanding Paul's writings encourages Christians to engage more deeply with historical and cultural studies of the Bible. This could enrich biblical interpretation and application, helping believers understand Scripture in its historical context and apply it more appropriately to contemporary situations. However, this approach also requires careful navigation to avoid relativizing scriptural truths or undermining the Bible's authority. Ethically, the NPP's communal emphasis might inspire a stronger focus on social ethics within the Church. Understanding salvation and righteousness in a communal sense could lead to greater engagement in social justice issues, reflecting the inclusive and community-oriented nature of the gospel. Churches might become more active in addressing societal problems, maintaining the collective responsibility of Christians to embody the kingdom of God in the world. However, the NPP's interpretations also present challenges. For instance, the shift from individual salvation to communal inclusion might raise concerns about diminishing the need for personal repentance and faith. Churches might struggle to balance the communal aspects of faith with the personal call to follow Christ. The potential de-emphasis on personal conversion experiences could lead to confusion about the nature of true Christian discipleship and salvation. Besides, in light of these theological and practical implications, the NPP invites Christians to a deeper engagement with Scripture and tradition. It challenges long-held assumptions and encourages a fresh examination of Paul's teachings. While offering valuable insights, the NPP also requires discernment to integrate these perspectives without compromising essential Christian doctrines. The dialogue around the NPP points out the dynamic nature of theological reflection and its practical outworking in the life of the Church and individual believers. As such, it represents an opportunity for growth, reflection, and deeper understanding within the Christian faith. In conclusion, the exploration of the new perspective on Paul within the context of Reformed theology reveals a complex and multifaceted dialogue that extends far beyond mere academic discourse. This examination has not only illuminated the distinct interpretations and implications of Paul's writings, but also reiterated the dynamic nature of theological understanding and its application in the Christian life. The NPP, with its fresh insights into Paul's relationship with Judaism and the law, challenges traditional Protestant interpretations, particularly those central to Reformed theology. It invites a reevaluation of foundational doctrines such as justification by faith, the role of the law, and the nature of the Church— urging a deeper understanding of the communal and covenantal aspects of Christian faith.
In practical terms, the NPP encourages a reorientation towards a more corporate understanding of salvation and righteousness. It repeats the importance of community, covenant inclusion, and the collective journey of faith, potentially impacting preaching, teaching, and church practices. The NPP also opens avenues for more respectful and informed interfaith dialogue, particularly with Judaism, fostering a greater appreciation of Christianity's Jewish roots. However, the challenges presented by the NPP to traditional reform doctrines underline the need for careful theological discernment. While the NPP offers valuable historical and cultural perspectives, it is imperative to balance these insights with a commitment to the core tenets of the Christian faith, ensuring that essential doctrines are not compromised. The ongoing dialogue between the NPP and traditional Reformed theology exemplifies the evolving nature of theological reflection, underscoring the importance of continually engaging with Scripture, tradition, and historical context to deepen understanding and faithfully live out the Christian faith. In short, the discussion surrounding the NPP serves as a reminder of the richness and depth of Pauline theology and its enduring significance for the Church. It challenges believers to engage critically and thoughtfully with theological perspectives, fostering growth, understanding, and unity in the pursuit of truth.